0: Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.FM. Hello, hello,
1: hello. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy you're here with us tonight, whether you're listening live or you're listening in the replay. I am very grateful for every one of you who listens, who participates in the chat room, who messages me after the shows, wherever you are in the world, please know that I'm very, very grateful. It's actually through each and every one of you participating in your own way that contributes to creating our show. And we have a dynamic show for tonight. It's a little different than some of my other shows, and it's going to be dynamic. I absolutely know it. So tonight we are talking about a touch Of sexual assault and I have a guest Kaylee Dixon who is going to be joining me and we're going to be diving in deep into this subject and what she knows and what she's doing in the world to give sexual assault and the people in this area in their lives a voice so before we get to that I want to tell you a little bit about myself I am a possibilities coach a TV and radio personality I'm also a body worker I do energy work with individuals, with their bodies, through Right Voice for Right Body for You, Taster Classes, with Access Bars, with Access Body Work, as well as I am a um, radio show host, producer, and the owner of a to zenfm I also have different programs. I have a business program called Beyond the BS Business Class. I have a program called Divorce with Dignity. And I also have a program called Be the Dominatrix of Your Life. As well as those programs, I do the body work of Access Consciousness with the foundation class and the bars classes. I really love creating and I really love seeing what else is possible for people in their lives and in their businesses and relationships. My programs do assist in bringing more possibilities to actualization. So if this is something that you would like to know a little bit more about, please feel free to reach out to me. You can connect with me through my website, inspiredchoices.ca, or you can email me, Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, while I do charge for my services, the first five minutes are always free, so we can just have a conversation and see if it will work for you. So tonight, a touch of sexual assault. What do you really know about sexual assault? Would you be willing to hear another person's perspective in order to create change for all of us? This week on today's show, I'm speaking with Kaylee Dixon, a 14-year-old woman who lives in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, and she is going to be telling us all about her famous poem about her experience and her perspectives around sexual assaults. What would our world be like if we were all willing to listen to each other's point of view? So, Kaylee, I'm so happy that you have agreed to join me tonight on the radio. Welcome to Inspired Choices Radio. Hello. (laughs) Thank you so much. So just to let everybody know, the way that I found Kaylee is I was actually watching the news one day. And she popped up on the news and she was being interviewed about this very poem and about how it, it's touched her and how it's touched her community with what she has created. So, Kaylee, tell our listeners how this poem came to be. Like, what was the catalyst for you writing this poem? Was was there a, a contest
2: going on or something? Um, so, basically... Uh One day it was, I remember it was a Thursday, (laughs) Um, one Thursday um, I'm in this art program at my uh, junior high school and um, one of the workers in the art program asked me, said there was a public event or announcement going on about funding for groups, 11 different groups um, by the Sexual uh, Assault Foundation or there was some kind of foundation giving uh, money. So he asked me, he's like, hey, I know you do spoken word, so would you like to write something up and, you know perform it, and I was like, okay, sure, so um, ironically, it was that Monday coming, and um, I wrote it, I had to be Friday, so I wrote this all in a day, which was, like, pretty crazy, <laughs> so, like, I was pretty, <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty crazy, but, uh, yeah, so I, so I, uh, per, I performed it at the public announcement, you know, it was just a couple people in a room with some TV cameras, and, yeah, it just literally went crazy from there, wow. <laughs> So I love, I love, love, love
1: that um, he knew you had this capacity. So is this something that you've done before? You've written poems before?
2: Um Yeah, I've been pretty much writing my entire life. So like different, you know, poems and little songs and all that kind of stuff. So, but spoken word specifically, when I was about in grade seven, I started, you know, getting... You know, putting my foot in the water, my toes in the water with that one a little bit and try, <laughs> trying it out. And um, in grade eight, I pretty much really started performing it. And um, yeah, since then I've spoken at different schools in my community, in my own school, and now this public event that <laughs> went, you know, crazy all over the internet. So,
1: right. Um, have you heard of slam poetry before? Yes. <laughs> I actually had a young woman on my show. I think it was last year, Kaylee and she did some slam poetry and it was just it moved me there's something about getting into that energy of something that really speaks strongly to you is is that would you say that what you're doing is slam poetry or is it is it in its are you moving into that direction
2: well basically um i was actually thinking i mean i guess you can there's a little bit of a difference between slam and spoken word but i think that they are really similar it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, the definitions. But I mean, I think in what I do, there's a bit of slam characteristics, I guess you could say, because I mean, I'm kind right. of like going off on a certain topic. But um, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of doing like a full out slam with the whole rules and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, cool. I'm going to start trying that a little.
1: And I love how you created this. Um, do you think that if you'd have had, you know, say a week or two or a month, to create this, that it would have come out as, as powerful as it has?
2: Honestly, I do not think so, because I'm a procrastinator. So <laughs> what I do is <laughs> I work way better with deadlines. So I, if right. you told me to do something less more, I'd be like, okay, totally. And then it would happen. But I mean, when right. I have a couple of weeks to do something, I pretty much wait till the night before, and I mean, right. it usually gets done. <laughs> so a lot of my
1: listeners will know this, and I'm going to share this with you, Kaylee. Um, the, the body of work that I, I, one of the bodies of work that I work with is called Access Consciousness, and yes. in this body of work, we we have recognized a, a lot of different things in the world, and one of the things that we've recognized is, is that there are particular types of individuals, creative people like yourself, myself, my wonderful producer in the the chat room, Rhonda. And we have this capacity to create things very, very quickly. But like you said, um, if we have too much time, we will quote unquote procrastinate. We actually, it actually gets us charged up when we have a, a small amount of time. It's like, it's like cleaning the house in a half an hour when you know people are coming when normally that half an hour of what you did in half an hour would have taken you three days, right? It it, it literally turns our bodies on to have that narrow window and, and, and the creativity that comes out of that kind of pressure is phenomenal. And it speaks to what you've created with this amazing poem and, um, Yeah, I just think that's really cool, because I didn't read that, nor when you and I had our conversation, you hadn't told me you created it in such a short amount of time. So that's really, really cool. And so you created the poem, and then you spoke it on the following Monday, yes? Yes. And did you win some kind of award, or was it a group winning, or individuals, or how did that go?
2: Um, well, basically, like like I said, he just asked me to do it. And it was like there was no kind of reward or nothing. It was just going to be like speaking on behalf of y- – it's called Youth Art Connection, YAC. Um, right. They basically help – it's like a youth program in schools and, um, you know, all, all across the province to help out um, with youth, youth entrepreneurs especially. So, yeah, he just – he asked me to do it on behalf of YAC since I'm in the program. And there was going to be, like, no reward or nothing like that. And I didn't Mm -hmm. even know it was going to be, like, recorded or nothing like that. So, yeah, there was no – I didn't win anything or do it. I just spoke.
1: (laughs) That is so cool. I just love it. So um, I've actually asked Kaylee, and she has agreed, that she is going to speak her poem here on the radio that we all get to enjoy Thankfully, and um, I, re- I really want to hear your voice in saying the whole thing, because I can read it, but I hear my voice, and I want to hear your voice completely. So, Kaylee, please, whenever you're ready, please go ahead.
2: All right. Hold on. Let me take a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good idea.
2: Get get those vocal cords ready. All right. Um, okay, here it is. From the age of 12, we were told that if boys pulled our hair or poked us with pencils, it meant that they liked us. But we didn't like it that much. We were 13 years old when we would walk down the street and had men look from our feet to our face, and we'd listen as they completely replaced our identity from human to object. As they said cringeworthy things to us, we wanted to run. We were frozen in place, but continued walking fast-paced, turning on whatever sidewalk was closest just to get away even if it didn't lead us in the way that we were originally going. Because Mama always said, if you see a strange man following you, you go to the other side of the street. And remember if they ever grab you, scream. And that is something we had to learn at the age of 13, because we are just young fiends. We were spanked by the boys at our school, but it was cool because it just meant we had nice bodies. And they rated our bodies on a scale from 1 to 10. And if you were a 10, you would learn to spend your days hearing whistles, purring, and damn girl. Because if you were a damn girl, then that meant you weren't a damn girl at all. You were just a toy label, do whatever you want to me, even though I don't agree. And we had to watch what we wore because if too much shoulder was showing, we had to change our clothing because it distracted the boys from their learning. So the only thing that we were learning were tips and tricks to tie up our shirt so that it didn't hang too low. Because that would show the guys that we wanted. Because wearing shorts and tank tops meant that we were flaunting it. So when we were 16, we screamed because the men that followed us on sidewalks finally caught up to us. We quietly said, please don't touch us there. We know we're asking for it by wearing these heels, but we just feel so uncomfortable, so stop. But that meant go. We said no, but that meant yes, so they grabbed us and unzipped our dress. They threw us down where our dignity sank lower than the ground. They hovered over us, and we pleaded for them to stop. They get on top, and you don't need to know the rest because we are some of the 68% of victims that will never tell a soul. So we'll describe our dresses and go home take a few showers and try to get some sleep in the morning we will pick up the outfit that is most discreet because we want to make sure that no other man from the street thinks we look sweet enough to want a taste we want to make sure that we are as covered as possible so that our identities are not replaced with walking candy and we will sit at the back of class where nobody will ask how our weekend was because if they ask, we might just burst into tears and we will live in fear we will run home so that we will never see the same men again that wait for us to be alone we went from pencils poking us to men provoking us. We went from little boys pulling our ponytails to watching the trail of tears fall down our pillow every night, because we knew once we fell asleep we would see the same men in our dreams, no sorry, nightmares that caught up to us on the sidewalk that night and left us there. We went from playing with our toys to being toys ourselves. So boys will be boys, and us women will never tell. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. Yay! I'm clapping for everybody listening.
1: Oh my god, that is really potent. Thank you. There's so I have so many questions about about what you've written, and um, I mean, you couldn't have written that had it not literally been something that you were personally touched by. Um, Your 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 energy came through that so amazingly, Kaylee. Holy shit. We can swear on (laughs) him. I I don't know if you can swear, but I certainly can. So I'm just going (laughs) to say, shit. That is a hell of a punch of words put together. And my young woman, you are amazingly talented. And I am very happy that I came across you. Wow. I'm nearly speechless. And trust me, Kaylee, that does not happen very often. (laughs) So we are going to, we're getting up to our first break, Um, so when we come back from our break, I'm going to dive into some questions with you, particularly about your poem, and then we're going to get into the conversation a little bit more deeply about sexual assault, Um, you know, some statistics um what's actually happening out there in the world what we can do to change it and what we know is possible so stay tuned everyone you are listening to inspired choices radio with myself christine McIver, and my amazing potent guest kaylee dixon we will be back right after this short commercial break stay tuned everyone
3: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com.
0: This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. Talk, or Canada, 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Okay. So if you're just joining us tonight, we are talking with Kaylee Dixon, a 14-year-old young woman from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, who has written a poem called A Touch of Sexual Assault. And if you're just joining us, you want to go back and listen to the replay because she just read it. And it was amazing. I'm still like <laughs> processing the whole thing. And um, Kaylee and I are talking about um, really what is sexual assault and, and looking at being willing to look at it from a different perspective on how we can create something different in the world. So, Haley, you know, you're welcome to share as much as you, or as little as you like on the show tonight. But obviously, you wrote this very potent poem from a very personal perspective. Um, you've obviously been touched by sexual assault in some way. Yes. So in this... Um, in this poem, was all of what you've written, was all of this your personal experience, or did you draw on some other people close to you as well?
2: Um, okay, so basically, like, uh, I'll kind of break it down. When, at the beginning of the poem, when I'm talking, like, about, you know, like, the 13 years old, and we would walk down the street, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and, you know, boys pulling her hair, that was all personal experience, because... Um, I'll just share one story like I remember I was by myself and I was 13 years old and I mean I'm I you know I walk I was like five minutes away from home and I'm allowed to walk to the store or something like that you know mm-hmm. and I was walking and this guy come up to me he's like damn girl and I was like I'm 13 years old like you know I I mean I didn't say anything I just kind of like looked forward and kept walking faster and I mean I was like obviously scared like I'm a 13 year old mm-hmm. girl and this Random old man is kind of you know.
3: So how old was he?
2: He looked probably around like twenty eight thirty I guess. Okay. Uh yeah and he was like, you know and he was like, damn girl and I and I just kept on walking and he like looked back and I could see him from the corner of my like looking at me and he was like, right. Oh what's your number? I was like, oh gee <laughs> And then I I turned the sidewalk so that was definitely a personal experience and. So, yeah, um, then when it gets into when we were 16 years old, I wrote right. that in as basically a theory of what could happen because we, in our society, I find a lot of people don't ignore these little things that happen. So, like like I said, boys will be boys. A lot of people think, oh, you know, boys are pulling your hair. It just means they like you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's all these little acts of sexual assault that nobody pays attention to. And that will eventually lead boys, like, I'm not saying lead every boy, but that will eventually lead to maybe something serious as, you know, rape or more, like, violent uh, forms of sexual assault. So after 16 years old, like, I kind of put that into perspective of what could happen.
1: Right. Very cool. Very, very cool. So
2: obviously, Kaylee, you're very aware,
1: um, not only of your personal experience, but you're very aware of what's going on in society. You sound like you're really tapped into a lot of areas in society. Is that true? Yes. (laughs) Wow. And you're 14. Holy. Um, (laughs) So... We have a question in the chat room. Um, They're asking, I wonder what it will take for girls and women of any age to know their power and authority and to never have to feel diminished if they don't choose it, no matter who is present. Brilliant question. And, you know, if we were to really take apart um, an experience of sexual assault, I think that there's a very large component of women and girls not feeling powerful not feeling like they can actually stand up for what it is that they really desire now i'm i'm not talking about someone who violently rapes someone okay because there is a difference in that right there there's a yeah. physical taking over but you know sexual assault so the definition of sexual assault is any type of forced or coerced sexual contact or behavior that happens without consent. It includes rape, attempted rape, child molestation, and sexual harassment or threats. And I think a lot of what your poem is speaking to is the the, the harassment and the threats, which can lead to the others. Is that right, Kelly? Yes. Yeah. So I think that, you know... I, we're definitely in a new age, you know. Um, I'm 53 years old. I was sexually assaulted um, more physically, Kaylee, than than um, verbally, as a young woman, and um, I didn't know my own voice at that time. You obviously have found your voice, which is fantastic. I think that there needs to be more education and empowerment teaching for women of all ages and not from a place of anger. Because in my personal opinion, when we're coming from anger, people, they just put a wall up. They don't want to hear, right? And I mean, I coach people with in relationships, for instance, and sometimes, you know, different sexes, different nationalities, different cultures, they don't realize the impact of their words for another person, right? So, you know, my mother's generation, for instance, they wouldn't say the, the F word if their mouth was full of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just wouldn't say it. You and I hear it all the time, and we don't think anything of it. Now, there's different ways that people deliver that. They, they can say, oh, F you, or F you, right? And, and, and they, it's, it's the energy behind it, just like the energy behind how you read your poem. So I yeah. think there's a very big, big piece here of education of women using their voice. And on the other side of it, I think that there is a very large piece of support from those in authority around us. Um, I found some statistics I want to share, and then I would really love to hear some more of your perspective, Kaylee. So these are sexual assault statistics in Canada in 2016. Of every 100 incidents of sexual assault, only six are reported to the police. One to 2% of date rape sexual assaults are reported to the police. One in four North American women will be sexually assaulted during their lifetime. 11% of women have physical injury resulting from sexual assault. Only 2.4% of sexual assaults are reported are false reports. 60% of sexual abuse and sexual assault victims are under the age of 17. Over 80% of sex crime victims are women. 80% of sexual assault incidents occur in the home. 17% of girls under age 16 have experienced some form of incest. 83% of disabled women will be sexually assaulted during their lifetime, which that one just blows my mind. 15% of sexual assault victims are boys under 16. Half of all sexual offenders are married or in long-term relationships. 57% of Aboriginal women will will have been sexually abused. And one-fifth of all sexual assaults involve a weapon of some sort. 80% of assailants are friends and family of the victim. So some of those statistics in there, Kaylee, really kind of jumped out at me, especially the piece around, you know, it's someone we know or it's a family member. And how many of us have been taught? I mean, you spoke very clearly more from the perspective of the stranger, right? Yeah. How many of us us have actually been taught, you know, Uncle Bob or Cousin Joe or or whatever, you know, they're part of the family. They would never do that. And therefore, right, We're, we're, we're therefore kind of our voice is taken from us before anything even happens. Yes. So what statistic jumped out at you when I was reading those?
2: Um probably the the one about um what was what was the percentage again about um disabled women?
1: Um eighty three percent of disabled women.
2: That one? like made me extremely mad and um well all of them make me extremely mad I know and the one about uh, the one about your family members because there's a lot of truth yeah there is a lot of truth behind that because I mean that's what mostly happens around sexual assault and it's like that Mm -hmm. kind of disempowers women even more like I mean sexual assault is obviously degrading, but it's like when a family member does it to you and it gives you less of a voice, even if you were to speak up, if you right. know what I'm saying, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that another thing that's just popping for me now is, is we have to, we have to have these conversations like you and I are having, right? And we have to talk about what, what is okay with you? What are you okay with? And what are you not okay with? Right. You obviously have had these conversations with your mother. I mean, you've been on national t v talking about this. Um, you know you've been all over papers. I think people have heard of you all across <laughs> Canada, probably by now and but how many people are uncomfortable having these conversations with their children as if if I don't talk about it, it's not happening
2: um that's actually a really good point to bring up because I kind of like made this quote it's like we need to start normalizing the conversation instead of normalizing the actions right. so basically like yeah so basically like I find it's such a hush hush you know topic it's like as soon as you bring something up even in my class like all the this- be blatant about it, because I'm pretty outspoken, I'll just be like, we need to fix this, <laughs> yeah, I'll just be in my class, like, we need to fix this, sexual assault is not okay, and then I bring up the R word, you know, they rape, and it's like, everybody's like, what, and it's like, everybody, you know, doesn't want to talk about it, because, I mean, I, it's, since I am, I don't want to say I'm only 14 years old, because I feel like youth in our society are starting to get more aware of topics and issues, and they should be, mm-hmm. if they aren't, But I mean, since I am only 14 years old, I mean, I'm in a, you know, school and hang around with people Mm -hmm. that are, you know, same age and not as open to these conversations. So I do notice that. And I think that 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 definitely needs to change.
1: Right. It's really interesting because when we don't talk about it, now I can tell you honestly, I went and I looked up the definition of sexual assault. I was pretty sure I knew what it was, right? Especially after reading your poem. But... I, I went and looked it up, right? And I've I've read it before and I just re-familiarized myself with it. I think a lot of people when they hear the word sexual assault, they go to the extremity of what that is. And then they dismiss it. Exactly. So they often would, you know, they'll maybe go to the rape. Oh, and then they'll go, well, I don't know anybody that's been raped. And, you know, that's just not going to happen and it's certainly not going to happen to my daughter or it's not going to happen to my son and we just don't need to talk about that. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. And we miss a very big piece in there around what truly the the whole gamut of sexual assault is. So I love that you want to normalize the conversation. We need a hashtag for that. (laughs) Uh, Normalize the the convoy. convoy. Um, It's such a big piece of, I think people are ignorant to what the truth is and therefore they don't realize how that is actually happening. I can remember being... uh, I was working somewhere. I'm just trying to see in my mind how old I was. I was probably... I don't know, 24, 25, and I had a rockin' hot body then. I have a rockin' hot body now. It was just a different type of rockin' hot body. And um, I can remember a boss. I was staying late. We had this big project, and there was a boss there. (laughs) Sure enough. Thank you, Rhonda. (laughs) There was a boss there, and he he didn't cross a line with me. He didn't say a word. He didn't physically touch me, but I could get the energy of him looking at me and he was very subtle do you know what I mean Kelly like he was not like he wasn't like bending his neck up and down or anything like that but I knew and I did not have the tools to use my voice now today very different story but then (laughs) but then I didn't know what I didn't know and i don't believe either that my mother knew or my and my father certainly was not going to be talking about that with his daughter
2: exactly how many
1: how many homes are still operating the same way how, <laughs> how many and people, right how many people did your mother have the tools or did you have more tools than your mother did when you started talking to her about this
2: uh 100%
1: <laughs> you had more tools yeah Right. So I think we really have to get to, to the individuals that are most being impacted. And like it said in the statistics, right? Uh, whatever the number is, under the age of 70%, no, 70% of girls under 16 have experienced some form of incest. Uh, oh, 60% of sexual assault and sexual abuse victims are under the age of 17. That's where we have to be targeting. That's where the communication has to happen. And I think, Kaylee, it's absolutely magical that your poem has gone viral. I think it's absolutely magical that you, um, quote-unquote, procrastinated writing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that it could be as potent as it actually is. And I, I'm i so thrilled to have you on the show and see what else we can create with with the conversation. So we are up to our second break. I can't believe how fast this is going. So when we get back, I would love to hear your thoughts on how we can create even greater change, Kaylee. And, um, and, you know, if anybody is listening and you have any comments or questions, you have a different perspective, please bring it to the table. This is what this conversation is all about together talking about it is where the changes can actually be created. If we are ignoring it and we are avoiding it, that's when we are putting our heads in the sand yet again and it will be you know, it will hit other people if we're not paying attention. So you are listening to Inspired Choices Radio here on A to Zen.fm and uh we are speaking about a touch of sexual assault with my guest Kaylee Dixon. When we get back from this break, we are going to tap in and listen to more of what Kaylee has to share with all of us. Stay tuned, everyone.
0: This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Talk or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a 2 Z.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hello,
1: hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for staying tuned. Tonight we are talking about sexual assault, and I have a wonderful guest, Kaylee Dixon. Kaylee, before we went to the break, we got deeply into the statistics and what was really shocking us. What do you see can create the greatest change for, let's start with, for the individuals that are receiving the sexual assaults?
2: I think what could make the greatest change for the individuals is for them to start using their voice. And by that I mean, I mean, it depends on your situation. Like, I mean, by all means, it can be like, F you, you have been faster. Like you know, I mean, whatever is good for you. But like you know, but I think we should start. Like I said, the individuals need to start using their voice and voicing that it's not okay and that they feel uncomfortable. And I mean, in um, I, when when I say that, um, I'm actually thinking like a lot of people actually do that, and it's kind of looked at as a joke. So I'm, I'm just gonna bring that up, and because I see that a lot. So even when you do use your, use your voice, it's like it's kind of looked at as a joke and stuff like that. So I think we need a solution for that as well.
1: So when 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 a, a, let's generalize this. It's not it's not only women, but mainly women are being sexually assaulted. So when a woman turns around and screams at a man or a guy, <laughs> is that what you mean?
2: Yeah. Well, um, and, as in like if a man. Like you said, it's not. I'm just going to use this as an example since the statistics are higher for women. Like, right. um, so say a man is sexually assaulting a woman by catcalling her. So I mean, you know, I'm saying like that woman should start voicing like that is not okay. I feel uncomfortable, stuff like that. And then I was, you know, joking about, you
1: know, right. I I don't good. have a point of view about how they say it, but okay. Yeah. So let let's talk about that. Okay. So so catcalling. So, when a woman of any age walks down the street and a man cat calls, which is "Hey baby, uh damn girl um whistles, claps, I mean they can do all sorts of things right when they are doing that, it really is up to the woman to know in her mind what am I comfortable with and what am I not comfortable with okay exactly i can I can tell you right now, Kaylee. When I walk down the street and a man does that, I turn to them and I go, yep, and I keep walking. Now, I'll tell you what that creates is first, they're shocked. Second, they're taken back because they're like, oh, my God, she actually wasn't refusing it. And three, she's a confident woman, and they stop. They actually stop. Because they're not actually impacting me. Now, I'm not saying that that would work for everybody, but that's actually what works for me, right? But I know what's okay for me, and I know what's not okay for me. For for someone to put their hands on me when I haven't invited them to, that's not okay for me, right? So we have to. I think we really do need to get real with what am I comfortable with? Where's my line? Where's my line? So, exactly. so uh, yeah, as Malita said, they get sexually intimidated, and it works for her as well, right? Because we're not put off. There is this energy, even like I think a lot of boys are raised to be in that space of I have to do that right and I think a lot of them I think a lot of guys are uncomfortable even doing it what do you think I I
2: agree I really agree like um I'll I'll go back to what you were saying about women do what they're comfortable with like me as a 14 year old girl and most of the people that I get catcalled by are obviously older so me, I just keep on walking, but I feel kind of uncomfortable with that. But um, I feel like that's the best decision for me as, you know, especially when I'm by myself, because, you know, I'm like, you know, but I mean, like, like I said, I think that we should say, like, when I get a little bit older, I think I really like your strategy. Actually, I think that's a really good, because again, it's not like you're refusing it, because they're like, oh, you can't take a compliment. Like, it's kind of that kind of thing. But it's not a compliment. It's just, so I think the yuck thing is a very good idea.
1: Well, you know, when you are someone who, who enjoys their your body and someone that admires your own body, because we don't, we're not taught to love our own bodies. We're not taught to admire our bodies, right? When you, when you are someone who is in that space, that you enjoy your body, that you like your body, you like the way it looks, you like the way it behaves, every piece of that, Someone else admiring it actually doesn't throw you off your game. So I think this is a much broader conversation than somebody said something I don't like, I'm going to fight them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think a lot of this, this energy that women are victims in most cases is actually not true. I think they are not, they have not yet been empowered or
2: equipped.
1: With what we're talking about so what if we started coming at it from not only educating those that are trying to cross a line but what if we actually came at it from the perspective of educating and equipping these individuals with tools of self-confidence of tools of you know even if you turned around to a guy let's say you're in school Kaylee and and some guy your age or one year either side of your age says something that you're uncomfortable with. What if you actually turned around, looked them straight in the eye, and said, You know what? I'm not really comfortable with that. When you say that, this is how it feels for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you so? Um, yeah, so I really like your, like, opinion on how to educate and equip girls, because I think that's what we should be doing. I feel like our society kind of, like, makes girls the victims, and in a way, in certain cases, I mean, they are, like, especially with, like, violence and sexual, like, you know, rape and all that kind of stuff, but it's like the catcalling and all that stuff, if we equip women with confidence on how Mm -hmm. to you know, I think that it will really change the game a lot of it because it's like if you just keep on walking, they think, oh, I got her, like, it's you know, and it's just normal. It becomes more normal if you don't say something about it. It's like, okay, right. I don't feel comfortable with that, so stop doing it. And I think that will reduce a lot of, you know, what goes on yeah. every single day. Yeah, and I mean, even just saying to somebody, you know what, that makes
1: me uncomfortable. Like, you have no defenses up, right? You don't need to defend yourself. You just turn to the person and you say, you know, that makes me uncomfortable. I would really prefer that you not speak to me that way. You know, if we yeah. take it out of the sexual assault arena and we put it into unkind words, right? If I, if I said to you, Haley, Haley, you're such a bitch, right? Yeah. If you were uncomfortable with me saying that, I would really hope that you would say, you know what, Christine, that didn't feel great when you said that to me. I would, you know, could you please not do that again? Right? No, no defense, no anger. I'm going to hear you as opposed to also going into the position of defense. Because when one person goes into defense, guess what the other person has to do?
2: Yeah. It's like
1: match the energy, right? So, yeah, I think that you're right. If we were to start really speaking to the women and teaching them that you're not a victim, we could begin to super, super change what's not working for most of us. But again, Haley, I don't. Kaylee, why do I want to keep calling you Haley? Who the hell's Haley in my head? Haley, get out of my head. Haley, Kaylee. Kaylee, I think that, um, you know, if you were to write a poem, uh, and you have to have it to me by tomorrow morning, <laughs> if you were to write a poem to the women, you are yeah. not a victim.
2: What would that change? Um, I think that a lot more men would like it, actually, because um, just just for instance, on my poem, like a lot of men were commenting saying, you know, oh, women aren't really victims. It's you know, like like all the conversation we've been talking about. That's how it was. Like, so I think that maybe that would give women even more empowerment, actually, because it's giving a solution instead of just reciting the same old statistics and saying, you know, men are boys are boys, and this is why it goes on, and we need to change it. It's giving solutions and giving, like, the reality of the solution.
1: Right. Well, we all have we all have a piece in this creation, right? The person that crosses the line, the person that allows that line to be crossed, we all have a part of this. And I think we all, as we all step forward and we take some ownership in changing it, it will begin to change. So Rhonda says, women and girls have been spoon fed and shoveled the victim role and we've bought into it totally. It's time to change it. Completely agree. Okay, on that note, we're going to go for our final break of the night. (laughs) We're just about done. Oh my God. Okay, you are listening to Inspired Choices Radio with my guest, Kaylee Dixon on A to Z.FM, and we will be right back.
0: Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that you are an infinite being with infinite choices, are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class? Who struggles to connect? Who's bright but still not making the grade? Have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? many children find access bars is benefiting them greatly a study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits will you donate and help to assist kids thrive visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study what else is possible for kids now more than ever This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Talk or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Wow. This has been a very, very quick radio show, in my opinion. (laughs) What do you think, Kaylee? How did it go fast for you? Yeah, like
2: really fast.
1: So, Kaylee, I... I kind of have a hunch that you're going to be creating some more things in the future in your world, and I don't think you're going to actually be dialing back your voice. So, if someone wants to connect with you, where would they be able to do that?
2: Um, I am on Facebook as Kaylee Dixon. Kaylee. Okay. <laughs> Kaylee, that's um, with a K, everyone. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, um, Instagram, and what other social medias? Yeah, those are my main ones and I also have a YouTube account and if you were to go on my Facebook page, I have a mm-hmm. f- page and a personal account. So the page is probably more recommended. So yeah.
1: So what's the page? Is the page the same as your uh same as your first name?
2: Yeah, it's just K A Y L E Y and then D I X O N.
1: Okay, so I only came across um your personal. I don't think I have your page,
2: yeah, I just started it out,
1: okay, cool, so you know what? get that to me. We'll put it in the replay um information, and then we will um we'll be able, everybody will be able to connect with you if they want through your page, so that would be great so so Kaylee, um, yeah, Rhonda is asking, do you post your poetry there?
2: um in my uh, since i just started my page up the only one that is on there is um a touch of sexual assault and i actually didn't post the video myself it was cbc nova scotia because they um took the video so yeah and on my personal account is where my i have this spoken word i did about two years ago that's just on there so um yeah i'm just gonna start putting more videos and stuff like that up and Probably, some like inspirational videos, too, not just spoke word. I'll start being you know.
1: <laughs> cool, um, so I did find your Facebook page um it's got quite a long number, but it's Kaylee Dash Dixon. If you go to Kaylee Dixon and you search pages, you'll come across that so um, so will you be will you be continuing to write poetry and and maybe move into some more slam poetry?
2: Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> you you enjoy that a great deal. So, are, do you have um, do you have future uh, what was I gonna say like like appearances coming up for this poem?
2: Um, no, I've uh, do I? <laughs> yeah, I'm I forget a lot of things too. Um, no, not not yet. No. I go to Keep place. in mind, I people,
1: that this young woman is in school full time. You have a job, too, don't you?
2: Uh, no, I, I volunteer a lot and do a lot of, like, after-school stuff, though. Like, I think I have stuff every single day after school.
1: And, you know, she just does some, you know, world-changing poetry on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Little potent creator she is. Oh, my God, hey. This has been so amazing, Kaylee. I'm so grateful for you coming on, and I'm grateful for your voice in the world. And I'm serious. I would love to hear a poem from you to the quote-unquote non-victims victims victims, (laughs) out there. I think that would be an amazing thing for them to be able to hear. So, you know what? Um, We'll have another guest uh, or an amazing radio creation for next week. I have no idea what that is in these 10 seconds, but I would love for you to come back and listen, participate, and ask your questions. Um, We're always here on the station. We're always looking for amazing guests. We're looking for amazing hosts. If you have a voice and you have thoughts and ideas that you would like to get out into the world so you can create something greater, please connect with me, Christine, at InspiredChoices.ca. I'd I'd love to have that conversation with you. If you are looking to connect with me, I have an event coming up in Collingwood, Ontario, the foundation class that is the weekend of January the 10th through the 13th. I also have a live, or I, I have a, recorded TV show weekly recorded TV show and you can did I say January? June (laughs) sorry June 10th through the 13th thank you Rhonda in Collingwood and you can connect with me uh, with that event through my website inspiredchoices.ca also you can check out my latest TV shows I have so much fun in the world uh, creating with people all around the world so thank you everyone Kaylee thank you so much Remember, everyone, you can always make another choice. Have an amazing week. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.